if we had some drum rolls, you need it for this young man right here because he got some credits. Mm. Woo! You hear the term working actor in Hollywood. That is truly the title of my next guest. His film credits conclude Jumping the Broom, for which he received a NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture, starting the highest grossing film of all time, James Cameron's Avatar. He played the lead villain in Universal's Fast and Furious. He was bilingual. Woo! Spanish, English, Spanish, English, Spanish, English. He is starring in a new series on, uh, he's now starring in a new series on Amazon. It's an original series called The Boys. The series premieres on Friday, July 26th. All episodes will be available on Amazon Prime Video. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. My man, ain't saw him in a long time. Last Alonzo. Hey, hey, what's up, Rushan? I'm doing good, my friend. First of all, man, you know I, I know you. I know you have uh, you, you have faith. I know you, uh, you. Your career is tied to hard work. Just, just a blessing, man, to see the uh, diversity of your resume. That's what really impresses me about your performance schedule, man. Can you talk about that a little bit? Thank you, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I've always wanted to to uh, dibble and dabble and do, you know, as film <laughs> as well as TV. Yes, sir. Uh, right now, TV is at a level where uh, it's just as good and in some cases better than film. Right. So you can really get a lot done in both mediums where you're reaching people in their own home theaters mm -hmm. and at the same time doing stuff, you know, in a traditional sense, which is, you know, uh, TV, I mean, a uh, film and having people come out and make it an event type of situation, which is what, you know, Fast and Furious and Avatar, that's event type of films where people plan around going to those, you know, the Marvel movies, things like that. We know the interesting thing about it, because I got to mention, because every time, I, I don't care what it is, man, I'm going to watch the last 40 minutes of Avatar. I'm going to watch it. Mm. I got to see you die, man, get, get, get shot off the back of that plane, you know, and, I got sad after you hear that big old speech to my man and, and everybody rallying behind him. That movie, man, was that was that a career changer for you or just on your resume? Because it just became so big and it became big to the world. Avatar. Yeah, man. I mean, it's still the, the highest grossing film of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, the Avengers Endgame just re-released trying to take us down. <laughs> but I don't think they've been, They're not gonna make think it. They've been able to do it. 37 million short, bro. That's a lot to make up on a movie, man. Because the thing about Listen, it. Listen, they did well, though. Oh, that, that ain't nothing to, you know. That, you know, you can't take it away from them. They did a great movie, too. I enjoyed it. I went to go see it. Absolutely. But, um. But yeah, man, I think what I think even we were surprised to be honest with you about Avatar because right. I remember when we were filming this movie, right? Um, James Cameron would tell us, you know, uh, don't expect to beat Titanic. He told <laughs> us, he said, our our success or failure is not whether or not we beat Titanic. Right. He said the difference between us and Titanic was was you had a young, you know, good looking Leonardo DiCaprio where high school girls were going out to see it. Mm -hmm. you know, five, six times mm -hmm. a week mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. all their girlfriends, you know, mm -hmm. all their little high school girls. They were mm -hmm. like, high school girls ain't going to come out to see mm -hmm. blue people five or six times a week. <laughs> and so, so our expectations weren't to, to be in the number one spot. We just wanted to do a great film, man. Right. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, you know, when you stay focused on the craft and you stay focused on doing the absolute best, yeah, you know, for me it was, this was my opportunity to do my, uh, Star Wars. You know, right, I, I, right. I wanted to be in Star Wars when I was a kid. I grew up 
watching Star Wars. Wow. That was the movie that I grew up idolizing. So when I got this opportunity, I said, okay, this is my Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And nope. so I was already happy to be in the film. Um, once, it, once I saw it for the first time, you know, we screened it. And uh, it was crazy because at the time, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor. You know, Steven Spielberg was at the screen. And like, I didn't expect to see all these type of people at the right, screening. Right, right, And I was like, okay, I hope I did a good job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised, man. Like 30 minutes into the movie, I didn't care who was in there. I was so locked in. I was like, okay, we really made something special here. Absolutely. And that's when I started to really, really feel it. And you know, the, the thing about it, I, I look at it because I know who you are, you know, as, an, as, an, as mm-hmm. a working actor. And I know a lot of people don't understand the amount of, it actually is more work to do those type of roles where you morph it into the different character, makeup and all that stuff, and blue screen and green screen and all kind of stuff to be able to accomplish those tasks. That's a lot of work. And that, that means you have to be patient. You have to be polite. You have to be uh, uh, aware that, it might uh, it might be one, two, three, four, five, six takes to get it right. What holds oh, yeah. you true to your craft when people see the success of your story? And I know the journey way back in L.A., back in 2000, you know, when Steve Harvey and I were doing the radio, and you just just like everybody else, man. And guess what? We're not comfortable. But, you know, back then there were no options. It was just I had a dream. Right. Talk about that journey. Right. Um, you know, well, for me, um, you know, the first part of your question, when you talk about the transformation. Yes, sir. That's what I pride myself on. You know, uh, uh, I, I, I didn't want to be one of these actors that play the same exact character every single movie. Right. Where it really seems like they're playing themselves. You right. know, you, if you can imitate an actor, mm-hmm. then they, they didn't transform. Right. You know, they mm-hmm. just gave you what they always give you. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, I wanted to always become a completely different human being in every single role to the point where you don't recognize them, where it's an unrecognizable person from me, from mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. To me, that's acting. Right. And, um, you know, I'll never forget when I did Spike Lee's movie, uh, Miracle at St. Anna, people thought it was Jeffrey Wright that played the old man in the film. Now, I'm a huge Jeffrey Wright fan. So to me, that was a compliment to right. be confused, to have my work confused for his. Jeffrey Wright. Because that's telling me that, yeah, that's, that's, that's telling me that, okay, that was a different camera. You know, mm-hmm. you never hear his name in a bad performance. In the oh, absolutely sentence. not. But, 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 yeah, man. I mean, that that was my goal was not to be conf- not not that I wanted to be confused with Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> but you just <laughs> but, but there's a part. body of people out there that you like. Jeffrey Wright, he starred recently starred in the Westwood series on HBO, uh, an amazing yeah, actor in his own man. right. But the thing that you, when, yeah. when I when I look at you, in Boardwalk, he was in Boardwalk as well. And so if you look, when I look at your work, you know, like when I saw you in Fast and Furious and you, you know, I, here's the thing. When Denzel did uh, Man on Fire and he was speaking Spanish, mm. I went, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I heard you speaking Spanish in Fast and Furious. That to me is another level to me. That's, I mean, I mean that, that means that you, you're willing to be yourself, you're willing to articulate and then be, and, and, and guess what, didn't feel like a character. And I think that is important yeah. when you make those decisions in your role. And I'm just letting you know, you know, we're going to get into the boys, but I just want to let you know as a fan, as a producer, as a guy who's cast and seen many talented people and also discovered some talented people, you, every one of your roles feels different, man. Every one of your roles feels different. Thank you. Thank you. That, see, that, that to me, that's a compliment. You know, when, when you can look at two pieces of my work, you look at this Christmas, and you look at Fast and Furious, and you don't see the same person. No. 
Oh no. You know, oh, no. That, oh, no. that's my objective. Oh no. Oh, jump in the broom or, or stop the y'all. Right. Okay. All that right. that body of work, man, is, is you know, like you said, that the Spike Lee movie. I, I remember that movie. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that was a war war movie. And so all that is like um allows me to believe that when when you go in for an opportunity to get a role, they just see you as an actor. They don't see right. you. And I, I, I like to believe that when I say that because I've seen your body of work and I've been a fan of your body of work. And even this Thank new you, series we've got to talk about, about to come up on Amazon Prime. We're going to continue the next break. But I just want to let everybody know who you are because we're going to talk about the series, yeah, the Boys so, or Amazon original series. We're going to take a break about so, 30 so seconds yeah. and we'll come right back on the next break. And we'll, we're going to finish it all cool. live. That's all we're going to talk about is the boys. But I just had to tell everybody about my man. Laz Alonzo. Right, we got to talk about 2002, man, when I took you and Steve's advice, too. Okay, cool. Coming up, we're going to do that. Okay, cool. Coming right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation, a show about about entrepreneurship, entertainment. On the show is a, a dear, uh, I, li- I like to say, you know, I'm a mentor. He's a mentee because I like to look at him as a person that, uh, that I've seen over the years, and, I, and I've been, I had, a, I feel a, played a role in his life because I try to be who I am and be consistent about who I am. He's starting a new uh, Amazon original series called The Boys. The series premieres on July, on Friday, July twenty sixth, and all episodes will be available on Amazon Prime Video. You about to see, before we went to break, you about to say something about uh, something that uh, Steve Harvey and I uh, uh, played a role yeah, in your focus. Yeah, right. I mean, like nowadays, you know, I see a lot of. Uh, you know, we have Instagram and we have uh, all these social media. So you actually see people on a daily basis, whereas back in the day, you really wouldn't see cats unless you ran into them at an audition or you ran or you saw them on screen. And one thing that I've noticed is, is that patience is so low. I think we live in a society now where you can get everything immediately. Right. Go online, see somebody, right. you know, FaceTime somebody. You want to send some money, you can just transfer it. Yes. You know, that... People don't understand that to accomplish things, you got to also be patient and believe. And I remember one morning, man, when you and Steve were uh, doing L.A., you know, the, the, the morning show here, and y'all had, you know, I mean, y'all been always been doing everything. <laughs> uh, platforms at one time. But, uh, I used to be a faithful listener, mm-hmm. you know, to that morning show. Uh, and I remember one morning Steve said the way to to accomplish your goals is to write them down and read them every morning and every night, right before you go to sleep and right when you wake up first thing in the morning and to read them out loud and mm-hmm. to really feel them, mm-hmm. you know, That's and true. I incorporated that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I saw what y'all were doing and y'all were people that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing it. And I'm going to tell you, man, uh, that became a, 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 a way of life for me, you know, right. it became part of my lifestyle mm-hmm. to where, you know, I was getting so good at it, man. Three months down, I could knock off and everything off the list and write a new list. Congratulations. You know, and mm-hmm. so it just taught me patience. It taught me to really trust and lean on my faith. And it taught me to, you know, to, to be able to focus, stay focused on my goals once I make them. So I want to thank you for that, man. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. I appreciate the, the, the thanks. But more importantly, you know, because, you know, this, when, I, when I hear you, because I know what you're saying means a lot to me. And, and, and you just believed in yourself, last. That's all. You And all we were trying to tell, and that's all I try to tell people in this show is that just stop. Stop listening to people telling you what you can't do. There's some relatives out there that will put some blinders on you because they don't understand your dream. Because everybody understands, you know, a bank teller's job 
or, 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 or a secretary's job or maybe not even understand an executive job. That's why they tell you not to reach for those positions because they can't explain it to you. You know, I, I can't tell right. people my everyday job, nor can you. If somebody asks you what you do mm-hmm. today, you go, wow. You, you, you take a step back because you go, hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I did this, but it doesn't even sound like much. But it consumes a lot of mental time, physical time, planning, because you know for yourself, it's a job. But it's a job that cannot be right. explained. It's a job that's driven by faith. Because brother, if you don't have it, then you're gonna slow down. Because you need to be turning around, right. praying to somebody that this opportunity has been given to you, and also giving you the strength to be able to accomplish the opportunity that's been given to you. And one of the opportunities we're going to talk about right now, brother, we're going to segue over to this new series called The Boys. Now, are you playing a superhero in this series? Say that again. Are you playing a a superhero in this series? Ah, so uh, here's the thing, man. It really depends on what, it really depends on what you define a superhero. (laughs) You You know, I mean, are superheroes good or are superheroes bad people. There you go. There you know, you does go. having superpowers all of a sudden make you a hero? Or does it just mean that you are just a bad person with some superpowers? You know, wow. those are the, wow. that's where our show is different from a regular superhero show. Right, right. So, you know, so let me ask you this, because this, this is pretty deep here, what you just said here, Laz, okay? Because you, you step back on me. Hold up now. What, what do you mean a superhero? <laughs> Because, because you know, I went Black Panther. You know, nah, 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 Rashawn. I went Avengers. Nah, 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 nah. So, so I, I went and saw some of the trailers, and it was talking about like this, this, this company called Voight, right? And yeah. uh, and yeah. they, they they have these superheroes, but they're not nice superheroes, correct? Well, what what it talks about is is superheroes really are just people. Yes, they're just human beings that have a little a different power than you have. You know, mm-hmm. your power might be to put food on the table every night for your children. Wow. You know, your power might be, you know, to donate some bone marrow to somebody that needs it, or your power might be to donate some blood. To, you know, somebody who's dying and needs a blood transfusion. Oh, trust me, you got more power than, than Superman can. Right. If your blood saved their life, or wow. their mama's life, or their child's life. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really depends on how we define hero mm-hmm. in this particular world. And the boys. The so-called superheroes are just people that still have, they have all these great superpowers, what we consider superpowers, but they're still insecure. They're still, they still have uh, relationship thoughts. They still yeah. jealous and suffer from jealousy and envy. <laughs> mm-hmm. They still hate on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what we do as the boys is we decide we're going to pull the sheet down and we're going to expose who these so-called superheroes really are. Wow. And sometimes you don't need powers to be able to do that. Okay, okay, okay. But that's a dangerous no, game, so though, if you don't have powers, trying to mess with people with powers, correct? Exactly, exactly. We are a team of vigilantes that are going to defend uh, what's going on right now because we have these people with powers that are supposed to be the good guys, and we discover that they are also doing some pretty bad things. Now, it says the powerless against the super powerful as the boys embark on a heroic quest to expose the truth about the seven and the company they work for called Vought, the multi-billion dollar go. conglomerate that manages these superheroes and cover up all their dirty secrets. So how do you mm-hmm. get involved? How do they recruit you into this, the, the, this, this, I guess, a uh, vigilante team? Well, I'm going to tell you, man, like, 
after I finished my last series for NBC called Mysteries of Saint uh, Mysteries of Laura, mm-hmm. I decided okay from for for my next phase in my career, I want to work on stuff that really really speaks to something that's happening in society, something right. that really you know addresses something. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the first project that I worked on after that series was uh, a film by the name of Detroit that talked about the 1967 Ooh. Detroit riots. You know, and that was that was during the time when Kaepernick was kneeling and there was a lot of police yeah. violence. Yeah. You know, on a daily basis, yes. we were getting bombarded with somebody got shot. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was the type of project that I wanted to work on at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I worked on a film with Deion Taylor, uh, Robert Frederick Smith, the, the the brother that donated you know uh, all that money to Morehouse yes sir to the graduates to get him out of debt mm-hmm. um, he was the executive producer a uh, Roxanne Avant executive producer did a movie called Traffic and I was reunited with uh, Paula Patton worked with Omar Epps Rosalind Sanchez and that movie talked about sex trafficking mm-hmm. which we don't talk about it enough Mm-mm. I mean Mm-mm. Atlanta Mm-mm. is the number one city. Where sex trafficking happens in the United States of America. You're totally correct. That first two, Sa- Sacramento is number two. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. this stuff is happening right under our noses, mm-hmm. and it's people of color that are suffering mm-hmm. the most, mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this this show came around, and when I read the uh, the log line, I said, "This is it, this is in the same light." of the type of projects that I want to be a part of, projects that mean something, not just explosions for the sake of explosions. But, you know, here we're talking about a society where people have unchecked power. And with unchecked power comes corruption. And how, does, how do regular people stand up against and resist that corruption? And I think if you turn on the news every day, we see examples of that happening every single day. Wow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I felt mm-hmm. like this project was timely. I felt like it was on point. I felt like it was entertaining and crazy. And the crazy thing is it's based on a, a comic book that was written back in the 90s. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. You know, the thing that I love about your, that. about your emotion and your passion in this is that the reason I'm excited about the series now because you're telling me that all these series with the super, these superpowers or X-Men is just about racism. You know, the people who are different, they get treated different. That's all X-Men is about. That's really all about mm-hmm. super, that's all this is about. Yep. People people can, can can throw shade at you and these superheroes who are treated differently, that's why that's why the Avengers became such a, because they be, people became afraid of them. And that's why, you know, right. Tony Stark and Captain America had issue. They want to control them by signing this people paper. You can't do any of these things just because you're different. Mm-hmm. And that's all you're saying about this series. This series just exposes people who are considered special but have the same issues as people who are not considered special. So the vigilante exactly. group called the boys are there to correct the wrong or a perceived success story that really isn't successful. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. 100%. Woo, boy. 100%. You- so... It's going to be fun, man. But at the same time, you know, you're still going to get the, the, the what you want out of a TV series. Absolutely. It ain't a Absolutely. You know, you're going to get your, your violence and your sex and your blood and your explosions and all that <laughs> stuff. It's still a superhero drama. Hey, my man, this, but, is, this is awesome. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we also cover some real stuff, too. Well, that's what I like about it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to wrap up saying this to you, man. Is uh, You know, first of all, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. 
Yeah, that's you know when you mentioned Detroit. If you got Netflix, please watch. That's a great show. I've seen it two times. Now, so it's a hard to watch show because there's some serious yeah, stuff that is. goes wrong with African American men in a situation that you know because because some people weren't supposed to be there of color, and that's how they got treated differently that way because of that as well. But the boys, like I said, stars my man Laz Alonzo. Is uh, it premieres July twenty seventh on uh on Amazon Prime Network and don't Amazon Prime excuse me Amazon for Friday July twenty sixth let me get that date right the series premieres on Friday July twenty sixth all episodes will be available on Amazon Prime my man thank you for coming on my show you stay special brother and I keep praying for you man because uh you my mentee man you my mentee. <laughs>